I am bringing you a system that is near and dear to my heart today. Now look, you might not call yourself a crunchy mom, but I certainly know that you care about the planet that you live on and maybe just a little bit, maybe not a lot, but I've got some really alarming news for you today. I know it's a little bit outside of the normal, but that's okay. This is something that I (laughs) have been working on so hard in my own home for many, many, many years. And it's just time to share it on the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to go paperless in your kitchen, really, how to get rid of paper towels amongst all the other paper that you use in your kitchen. And you don't have to do it all at once. Just hear me out on this. The system is even mostly well-loved by my husband, who is completely against getting rid of paper towels. So much so that my 90-year-old grandmother sneaks paper towels over all the time to take care of my poor husband whose wife does not allow him to have paper towels. (laughs) She's kind. She knows he loves them and she loves a good paper towel. But we've gone paperless up in here and I am so excited to tell you in a really short, straightforward episode how you can do this too. You're going to be so excited for the little Susie homemaker, crunchy green mama you're going to turn into after you get done listening to today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Every single year, 250 million tons of trash from paper towels alone are discarded globally every single year. Do you know how much a ton is? (laughs) It's a lot. And we're talking about 254 million tons. Yeah, seriously. And if every single household in the U.S. used just one less 70 roll sheet of paper towels. So like just your average, not like the Costco ones, just like your average one that would save 544,000 trees every year. Is that not crazy? Like, need I say more here? Let's say this over 60% of the roughly 17 billion cubic feet of timber, which there's 17 billion cubic feet of timber that's harvested every year around the world, 60% of that 17 billion cubic feet is used for paper and pulp. So like the pulp, right, is we have to use trees in order to make the paper towel. It's made out of this pulp. Here's another really interesting thing. If 50% of the U.S. population, let's look at America alone, if just half of them use three paper napkins a day, that's 
450 million napkins for one day, which is also more than 164 billion napkins a year. Now, I'm not really good at math, but those are great big numbers. As Bailey May says, that's a lot of numbers, mom. (laughs) Yeah, those are a lot of numbers. And it blows my mind how sometimes we don't even think about the little teeny tiny things that we can do in our own lives that make such a huge impact. And it's really sad as I go through and I look at all of these staggering statistics that one little teeny tiny change that we make in our home, like going paperless in our kitchen, could have a huge impact on the way that we are caring for the planet that we live on. And I'm a huge advocate of that. That's why I have my kids in the Montessori program. They very much teach leaving your community, your environment, the place that you've worked in a better condition than the way that you've found it every single time that you show up to it. So now that I know that paper towel consumption is what it is, here's why I didn't really realize this. I don't shop at traditional grocery stores and I shop at like your natural markets and they don't really sell these kinds of products. They kind of do, they have a small section, but not really. And then when I went to like Target and Walmart, specifically Walmart, and I saw how many people's carts had like plates and napkins, like, like dining wear in their carts. I remember saying to Blaine one day, like, are they eating off of those? Is that why they're buying them? So they don't have to do dishes. (laughs) I'm just like, I never knew that that was like a thing. I literally never knew that that was a thing ever in a million years. Like even when I go on picnics, I take plates and we have like picnic plates that we use. I mean, we do have some Ziploc baggies because I've yet to invest in stasher bags and every other bag that we use that's been silicone has not sealed well. So I'm still finding those and in in their interim, I use plastic bags. And don't get me wrong, I understand that we're busy and that's why that's why you're here at this podcast. But it I think that there comes a responsibility with the way that we live our lives. Obviously I'm a crunchy woman, I'm a crunchy mom. I have a t-shirt that says mandate vegetables. But it's just really, really important. The amount of, not only the amount of trees that it takes, but also how much water we consume to be able to process the forest that then becomes the paper towel that we wipe our mouth with and then we throw away in the trash can. Like it is insane. It just, the whole thing. Okay, I'm done with that. Just know that this is important. And even if you do nothing that I say, you just listen to that and now you're done and you turn it off. I hope that it sits with you and you just think about like using your dishes a few more times in a week instead of buying disposable plates, right? Stop, just stop buying disposable plates. But what we're really going to focus on today is how I went completely paperless in, in my home. Like I don't buy paper towels anymore at all. And This really stemmed from like I used cloth diapers, I use reusable everything except for toilet paper. I do use toilet paper, you guys. But everything else is uh, reusable. All of our paper products 
have been turned into reusable products and it really did not cost me that much money. Although they have insanely awesome alternatives now that make this so unbelievably convenient for you. If you just invest a little bit of money and then set up this system that I'm about to teach you. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's what this looks like. So we don't have paper towels. We don't have paper napkins. Um, and that's pretty much what you guys are using for most things. Like we don't have hand wipes. We don't have wet wipes. I have a couple of those in the car, uh, when we travel, but, uh, not always when Bailey Mae was little, I just used the wet wipes that we have that are reusable. I wet them. I put them in a resealable, reusable bag, and we would just keep those in the car. And once a week I would swap them out. Uh, but sometimes for road trips, you need massive amounts of them because all you're doing is shoveling snacks to the back seat for like six hours. So you just need lots of them. <laughs> but here's what we're going to, here's what I'm going to tell you today. Super straightforward. I'm going to teach you exactly what you need to invest in, what you need to have on hand in order to successfully never, ever, not one time buy a paper towel or a napkin ever again in your house. And it really is super straightforward. So in my home, this is what you're going to need. You're going to need a dirty bucket Oh my gosh, Chelsea, you're going to make me do more laundry. I'm already drowning in laundry. It is one load, maybe every couple weeks. And it's a tiny load and it is something that your kids can fold. I get it. Stop making excuses. Just listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> no, I really do love you. Those are legitimate questions. I totally understand. But the truth of the matter is every system comes with a cost. So whatever it is that you're doing right now, this may or may not be the system for you, but it is so much fun. Blaine was like, I love paper towels. And my grandma, seriously, she used to come over and babysit for us before Bailey went to school. And she's like a whippersnapper. She still drives. She's 90. It's crazy. Um, and she would come over and she would always bring paper towels and she'd put them underneath the sink for Blaine. And guess what? He would always set them out and he would put them on top of the counter. And so this is kind of how we transitioned out. I took all the paper towels and I put them away in an inconvenient spot. And I put all of my reusable towels in a convenient spot to get the rest of the family learning how to lean on the reusable rags. And I, I just communicated the system over and over and over and over and over again. And over time, it began to really kind of pick up and traction and I just never bought paper towels ever again. And that's how we just slowly transitioned out of it. I did go cold Turkey with it the very first time I tried it, but I didn't have a good system in place. I was still building it. And so Blaine was like, I don't like this. But once I figured it out and I got the system in place, then it's been awesome. Right? So I'm going to tell you guys the bare minimum on how you can kind of get started with this. And I'm also going to tell you how I've kind of set it up for me. Um, because mine is, mine's pretty thorough and evolved. I don't, I don't like to mix like my wash towels, like the things that we clean up spills on the floor and like yucky, dirty messes. I don't like to use those towels for the, t for the same purpose as like laying a towel out on the counter to dry dishes on or to dry our hands on, or like there's like clean things and there's dirty things, right? And you may not be that particular with this and, and how you want to go about doing it. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you in three different phases here, kind of like the very bare bones, 
then level two, which is like, oh, I kind of got the hang of this. Now I'm going to add this in. And then level three, you could start with level three, right? And just go all in if you wanted. But this is what I've built out over the years. So here's the very, very first part. What do you need on hands to be able to make this work? First is a like a wash bin and I keep it inside of the pantry. So it's right there next to the kitchen. You could also keep it underneath your kitchen sink if you wanted, but this is where you're going to throw all of these reusable towels and napkins and such so that you can do this load. It should be a very small bin, the same smallness that all of your laundry bins should be. And I do wash for these maybe once every three weeks, once every two weeks max, sometimes once a month, just depends on how many spills we've had. Right. But on, on repeat, I would say I wash this about once a month. I don't do wash any more than that for this. And it's really not cumbersome at all. Um, and then from there, you're going to want to have the bare minimum. You're going to want to have wash towels, which you already have. These are your dish towels that you use to like lay out. And like, if you sometimes I don't like to use a dry rack because things just like sit there. I don't like it to be on the counter forever. So I just lay a towel out. My mother always did that. And then the stuff will just dry right there and then we'll dry them with a towel and we'll put them away. So you need to have wash towels. What I call wash towels, they're just your dish towels wash rags, which is just a dish rag, right? And then the third thing that you're absolutely going to want to have are cloth napkins. And you can get cloth napkins from Walmart. You can get them anywhere. My favorite place to get them is Goodwill. Goodwill has so many cloth napkins or your secondhand store that people never use. They're like brand spanking new. People are like, oh, I don't want these things. And, and they're just from a long time ago. People don't really use cloth napkins all that much anymore because of this thing that we're talking about, right? So you're going to want to get cloth napkins. I've got all different kinds. Like it's so fun to collect them. And that's really all you need to be able to get started. And you're going to want to label them, put them out. I made a really cute like cloth napkin station, a paperless station that I designed really cute in my house. I put plants all around it. Like it's adorable. I got bins. I have the labels on them so everyone knows what they are. And I just kept reiterating to people what they were used for. People know what dish rags are for. People know what the hand towels are for. And that transition time that I spoke of with my family, where do you keep them? For me, I did not buy reusable paper towels, although they do make them. My favorite website of all times is called Marley's Monsters. They actually sell a roll of paperless paper towels on a paper towel holder that you sit in your kitchen just like you do your paper towels and you pull one off just like paper towels. You wash them and they teach you exactly how to roll them back up to put them back on the roller every single time you use them. They're amazing. They have fun prints. They have a lemon print that I'm in love with. They have just plain white ones so they look just like paper towels. That is the easiest way to get your family to transition to this. I didn't want to spend the money on them, although they're completely worth it. They're high quality. They've been in business for a long time. They're beautiful. Marley's Monsters. Just Google it. So amazing. But what I did is I just, in front of the sink where people wash their hands and on the stove, I have hand towels right there for them to use all the time. Blaine's like, this is disgusting. 
I don't want to do this when we first started. He's not like this anymore. I don't want to do this. This is, this is where you wipe your dirty hands. I'm like, no, you don't. Your hands are supposed to be clean when you get done washing them. So you just wipe them right there. You just dry them on the towel right there. It's not a big deal. The towel that is on the stove, that's what I wipe when I'm cooking. And I swap that out whenever it gets dirty. Super simple, super straightforward, right? And that's all you need. And then the napkins, they're sitting there, they're folded. You can keep them on your kitchen table so everybody can grab a napkin from there. Um, my Ours are right next to the kitchen table. Wherever you're keeping your paper products now, just set the reusable ones next to them. And when the roll runs out, leave it out, leave it run out for a day or two and say, oh, sorry, we haven't gotten paper towels yet. I'm going to get them on Friday. Just use the reusable one. Like be strategic about it and you will see they're not going to hate it as much as you think. Okay. So that's like the bare bones. Here's the next step up for this. And, and where I've gone with this now, we also have a bucket in the pantry for that are, that's specifically labeled spill towels for like when big accidents happen, where you're like pulling the roll of paper towels, it's like, brrr, like all of them, we don't have that. And so for a while I was like, Oh my gosh, I was using all of these wash towels, just like the regular hand towels. And then I would completely blow through all of them. So what I did is I got a bucket and I just purged some of our bath towels that just weren't as nice anymore and folded them and put them in there. So now if we have a big spill or if I want the girls to do like a big project or something, we have spill towels and those keep, I keep those in the pantry inside of a bucket. They're labeled spill towels. Everyone knows if somebody spills something, they pick up the spill towels, right? The other thing that I love that I would add to that is wet wipes. So this is still in phase two. You can add these in whatever phase you want. Phase three is just a little bit over the top. And it's something that I love because I have the spirit of Joanna Gaines in me. But so the second thing that you can add in, if you want to bump this up a notch and kind of head into phase two of this, after you add in your spill towels is to add in wet wipes and what wet wipes are we, I did, like I had mentioned, I did cloth diapers. And so I also did cloth, like whatever they're called, wet wipes, right? They wipe bums with, but I did cloth ones. See, I don't even know what they're called. I guess people call them wet wipes. I don't know what you call them. Um, diaper, diaper cloths. I don't know. I don't know. But I used reusable ones. I was already washing. And the number one, like I tried buying all the ones from the diaper companies and whatnot. My favorite ones of all times are those old, old fashioned, buy them at Walmart. Ross actually has tons of them, wash rags for babies. They're like a little teeny tiny square and they're super thin. And most of them are not even hemmed. They're just surged around the edges. So you just see like, like a little teeny tiny stitch all the way around the end. They are absolutely the most amazing wet wipes. So like I was explaining to you earlier how when we go on trips, I have like a packet of wet wipes. So you have to pull like 15 wet wipes out of there to be able to wipe kids' faces and actually get the sticky off their hands. When you use the reusable ones, I use one. That's it. It does the job every single time. And with little kids in your house, we use these every day. I use them every day and I've got probably 50 of them inside that I had just been storing from Frankie. So over nine years, I collected a bunch and 
that is what we use. They're not the same ones that I used to wipe butts with. I had different colors. I had pink ones for the face and blue ones for the bum, just so you know. <laughs> yes, we had a color-coded system just in case any of them ever got mixed up. I told you, I don't like mixing these things. I don't know why. It just bothers me. So the wet wipes are amazing. And then if you ever want to travel with them, you just wet them, wring them out, put them in a zippered bag and take them with you. And they travel so well. Just don't leave them in there for a week because then they will sour and be stinky. Um, okay, here is the very last epic level of this. If you get to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, I totally love this. And this is working really, really well for me. I love having pretty hand towels and pretty napkins. So those napkins that I talked to you about, I have ended up swapping mine out for ones that match the decor in my home. I have sewn pretty ones for the kids. So kids love to have like fun napkins. And so we went to Hobby Lobby and we got all different types of material for this season. And so like in the month of October, I'll throw in like Halloween reusable napkins for my kids. I just got Halloween material. I got a, like an eighth of a yard, folded them over and I surged around the edges and actually had my mom do it on most of them. And they are the cutest thing in the whole entire world and they love them and they still get excited without having to buy like the fun paper napkins. So, um, and then the hand towels, I haven't mentioned this category yet. The hand towels are on top of the wash towels. They are in addition to, and this is the part the plane was like, what the heck? But these are my pretty ones. They're hand towels. These are the ones that we just use on our hands. These are the ones that I put out that match the holidays. I told you it's extra, you guys, it's like the Joanna Gaines and me. They match my kitchen target dollar section. Every single season has them two for $5 cutest, cutest hand towels I've ever seen in my life. And it's like the accent towel. It's the one that I put out if we're having company come over. It's the one that I put out after we do the Sunday reset, like the ones that I really want to keep nice. And I don't use them all that often, but I do use them. And they're the ones that we just keep right there for clean hands. They're not the ones that we use for dirty things. None of that. It's just in dish in additions to the wash towels, but they are meant for just being extra nice and pretty. <laughs> so just because you're crunchy doesn't mean you can't be cute on top of it. I promise it's totally possible. Let me answer the question that I get a lot is how many of these things do I need? Start small. You don't need to start all at once. Truly, you don't. Like I said, it's all about transitioning. If you just say, hey, ah, uh, we ran out of paper towels, like on purpose, don't buy some and see if you can go a week. That'll tell you, do I have enough? Do I need more? As far as the napkins are concerned, like to have out at the dinner table or when someone's eating, I've noticed that the ones that are really formal are much bigger in size and you don't have to have such a big napkin. You don't really need to use the whole thing. So I like to try and look for ones that are a little bit smaller so that I can get more of them, but start out with 10 to 15 of them. If you have a moderate size family, it's to get you through a few dinners a week and use them in combination with paper for a little bit and see how it flies. See if you like it. You won't fill up your dirty bin as quickly, so you won't have to do laundry as often. And 
just see how it goes. Just be open to it. It's a really fun system. My kids know exactly what bins to go to to pull something out if they spill. And it's been really fun for us. It's a joy for me to be able to pour into my home this way and also feel good about how I'm stewarding my resources and what my footprint is and how I'm teaching my kids to do the same thing. As always, if you have any questions, this topic lights me up. So I'd love to hear about it inside the Facebook group. I've had so much fun hanging out with you on this fun, crutchy mom alerts topic. And I look forward to hanging out with you again at our very next podcast episode. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.